Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Welcome to another episode of Nerdyverse here at Nerd Herder Podcast. I'm your herd leader, or, or whatever, J-Dub. <laughs> I'm Boop, I think. I don't know. I, I, I knew we had decided we would start using like our Twitter names, um, but then I was like, wait, am I still herd leader? Well, here's the thing. I'm, a, I'm actually a metaphor for the atomic bomb. Yes, appar- apparently, I guess. Why and how? I'm actually a 10-foot iguana. Okay. You have no sense you're trying to make. You're just saying stuff. I'm actually a irradiated giant turtle. <laughs> okay. So, um, welcome to this madness. Welcome uh, to another he- episode here uh, uh, in our Nerdyverse series where we talk about uh, everything not Star Wars. We're very well known for our love of Star Wars. In fact, we are in the middle uh, or will be soon in the middle of a series where we talk about all the things we love about the sequel trilogy. So obviously we love Star Wars, but we love other things too. Hence today's episode that no one asked for. You did. Um, all about Godzilla. Yeah, I'm the literally yeah, the you, only one. You wanted to do this one, and I'm also for pretty a sure long that Kev time. loved it too. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Wanted to do uh, this episode way back when uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong came out. If you can remember, that did happen this yes, year. It did. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Time right? is moving forward. What the? And so, um, but uh, due to whatever scheduling, we were able to do our episode about Godzilla vs. King Kong uh, and then quickly moved on to other things. Um, but planning to do this episode was always a thing. Uh, well, luckily... Godzilla, uh, the franchise, the lizard himself, um, however you choose to yes. see it, uh, celebrated 67 years uh, just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I figured what better time uh, than on the anniversary or around about the anniversary. Um, close enough to the anniversary. Close enough to the anniversary to talk about Godzilla um, because I really like uh, these movies, uh, yeah. kaiju films. I like um, Godzilla in particular. Uh, arguably uh, the most well-known kaiju. Arguably most people's uh, favorite Japanese thing. Like the average person uh, <laughs> in America definitely knows what and who Godzilla is. Yes. Like that's an accomplishment. That, even if they've never seen it in movies. Like this is the most Japanese thing I think is that most people get. Yeah. Like anime, I, I agree. too weird. Godzilla, cool. Just weird enough. Right, and just weird enough. This was another one of those things that I didn't really experience until I met you. That's fair. Um, it I, of course, had, you know, a reference point to who Godzilla was, what mm-hmm. he was. Uh, I knew of the films. I had seen Godzilla 2000, mm-hmm. which some may argue is not exactly a Godzilla movie. 
but I no, no, hang on. So you're saying Godzilla 2000? That's not the movie you're thinking. Okay, Matthew Roderick Godzilla. What, yeah, just Godzilla. Movie? It's just Godzilla. It's just Godzilla, okay. and that's 1998, by the way. Whatever, man. <laughs> Godzilla I don't 2000. Remember. No, Godzilla. You've got you've got to tread carefully. Godzilla 2000 is a completely different film, and probably one of my favorites. <laughs> we rented it from Blockbuster. That's yeah. all I know. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, well, that's what brought it back into mainstream conversation again. Whether or not most people had a point of reference. The 90s blew up the Godzilla brand again, like a, new, a new, right? Uh, literally, uh, Toho brought Godzilla out of retirement in response to that film. So, to be like, we could do it better. Literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, the 90s, the late 90s especially, were big for uh, G-Man because, I mean, that's where uh, he really culturally blew up. And, and not just blew up, but like, very Literally evenly, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, the original film, although released later in the U.S. theatrically, really didn't come to the States in physical form uh, until many, many years later because nobody really, like, it's the older one, who cares? Like, yeah. you know, it was really hard to get uh, classic Godzilla films in America, so it's like the weirdo would know about it. You know, a few people would know about it, but it wasn't like these were blockbuster films every summer or anything mm -hmm. like that for American audiences. Whereas um, from uh, TriStar's Godzilla film in 98 and into uh, the films um, in the Millennium series of Godzilla, um, those films were more widespread. In fact, Godzilla 2000 was specifically internationally released because of TriStar. Like, they literally wanted to put out there, hey, this is Godzilla. <laughs> this is what we created. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so totally different movie. Yes, and I apologize for making an incorrect assumption. You're fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, so yeah, 98 is just Godzilla. It, it's just Godzilla. Mm -hmm. It's it's not even Godzilla, it's Zilla. And we'll talk, yeah, absolutely, actually. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that. We will uh, talk about don't, that. Don't miss here. So for those listening, the, the, the movie is still Godzilla, but the creature is Zilla. Is Zilla. <laughs> That's why it looks weird. We'll we'll explain it. It's a um, cousin. No, it's a foreign exchange student. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there accurate. You go. But yeah, I I didn't watch the original. I didn't even watch the original movie until I met you. Yeah. It was uh, the English dub. So so of everything like now. So like that said, now what what, what explain me a, a Godzilla briefly like. What's your understanding of Godzilla, the the franchise, and all that such? Well, from what I understand, in Japan, they like large things fighting other large things, which we do like that in America as well. But it seems like Japan has kind of cornered the market on the big thing fighting the other big thing. Uh, sometimes it's robots. Sometimes it's creatures. Uh, sometimes it's just a dude that can get real big. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's a lot of robots. That get together and they make an even bigger robot. Mm -hmm. uh, but they seem to really know what they're doing over there. What with the big things fighting the other big things. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of my understanding of what it was for the longest time. Is just a big monster. That's what a kaiju is. Mm -hmm. Kaiju is big thing. Fight other big thing. Which I've now realized is incorrect. Not terribly. I mean. <laughs> it's a specific big thing fighting another specific big thing. I I guess I mean you're you're pretty much there on um what 
kaiju films are about yeah. it it is um at the heart of it about you know uh larger than life creatures mm-hmm. um fighting it out and and usually it is creatures that's usually the big thing with kaiju is it's a giant monster yeah um it, but generally the plot of most of them can be bo- boiled down to uh, a fight between monsters uh yeah. not necessarily good and evil no um although a lot of series like ultraman really got into that uh and would be very familiar because uh ultraman super sentai are all mm-hmm. adjacent of of like what m- most Americans would know as Power Rangers. Common Rider. Um, yeah, actually, and so um, yeah, so and, and even Power Rangers is that kaiju stuff. It gets weird. Yeah, it's um, definitely Voltron esque. It yeah, and so I think the the mainstays of of kaiju ness is you have to have a giant monster at least. Kaijudaism. Preferably please. two. Uh, cause who else is it going to fight the military? Right. That's a joke. <laughs> That's already happened a few times. So giant um, monster movies, giant monster movies. And also, uh, man, radiation. Mm-hmm. We done some stuff. It, I think that is the first film in its essence, at least in my opinion, it's not just giant monster man, uh, oh, monster man, monster lizard. Uh, it is a metaphor for how we screwed up another country by dropping an atomic bomb on them. Mm-hmm. And the fallout literally from that. Mm-hmm. Which I think if you watch the first movie and you don't get that, then you weren't paying attention. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, and that's a big mainstay of Godzilla is Godzilla uh, originally and at various points in the franchise has been a political statement. Yeah, um, as it should be. And I, I well, I, I guess originally a political statement that really evolved into a a worldview statement because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Godzilla and um its mythos really does get into everything. Like, whereas it starts off very much as this represents an enemy, this represents a, uh, an evil thing done, um, mm-hmm. you know, to a people in a country. It definitely evolves to no, this involves all of us. This is involves the world we have to be more responsible with resources we have to be uh kinder to uh our ancestors and to the world nice you know to big moths um so it definitely gets to a point where it applies to everyone you can't yeah. say that it's just a uh japanese uh cultural icon although you would be right in assuming that it is first and foremost a japanese cultural icon yeah uh, godzilla's gone on to you know, speak to the world. He's thrown um, out the first pitch at a baseball game. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, he's been in a commercial with Shaq, I think, right? even. Um, or or some basketball player. Like, I, I, almost everyone, if you Google, or not Google, if you go to Twitter and do the search bar for the GIFs and type in Godzilla, one of the first ones you'll see is him putting on glasses, like sports glasses. It, like, that. that's he from a commercial. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's like, he's permeated world culture and i think part of it's because he has a world message uh throughout yeah. the series and that's not to say all kaiju films are preachy um at times godzilla can be a little preachy but like yeah. it's not to say that all giant monster movies are an allegory for war or for uh you know nuclear weapons or for anything sometimes you know like um uh the uh toho's kong right hmm. it's just about a giant monkey fighting a robot monkey Love <laughs> like it. It's not, it so it's much. not, 
uh, preachy at all. Yeah, and you get movies like that, and you get movies like Mechagodzilla, where it's just, oof, um, this is weird. Well, there's a little bit of stuff with that one. Uh, yeah. Like, there's, there's a little bit of sense to that one, but, like, definitely with, um, so, like, you, you have kaiju that were meant to entertain and teach, and then you have kaiju that were meant to entertain. Um, the likes of Gamera would definitely be a kaiju created to entertain. Yes. Those are all great and fun movies in the Gamera series. It's a giant turtle. You can't beat it, right? Um, and, yeah, it's Gamera, you know, um, the like the friend of children or whatever. Like, he has this nickname. Like, he, he cares about kids. What? Like, that's always his thing, right? So he is the superhero that uh, kids look up to, and he knows he's the kid's favorite camera is my world model. so like there's so many times where he's just like hey that's a cool kid i wonder what he's doing oh no a monster i must save him um, <laughs> don't do drugs kids i'm gamera and that's part of why gamera's all entertainment right is because it's more it's targeted kids. at kids um you know ultraman it's much more targeted at kids and such but godzilla was not meant to be a kids movie and there is a period where he gets very fun and family friendly but by and large it it ever a lot of godzilla films have a message yeah. uh to them or mm-hmm. take or, or just at the very least take themselves seriously at the sometimes um <laughs> i i will say i can count on one hand how many godzilla films i've watched uh list it yeah okay you ready you ready for this yeah i've watched i'm going to count them as one but i've watched the english dub and the original Japanese. I don't Godzilla. think that's fair, but okay. All right. I'll, it's two I'll, very I'll, different I'll, films. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna Joe Bob American Man. Right. Is the main character in one of them. Uh, um, uh Raymond Burr is. Yes, Joe Bob American uh, who Man. plays uh Steve Martin in the film. Not that Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Um, um it's that one. I've seen Godzilla vs. Mothra. Which one? I've seen the first one. The like oldie one? Yeah. Okay. We watched that together on VHS tape. Oh yeah, that's one of the few I had. There you go. I still have actually. Um, I've seen Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, mm-hmm. the one with the ape men mm-hmm. in space. Yes. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen um, I've seen Godzilla kill all monsters at mm-hmm. your behest, and boy, is that movie weird. Kill all monsters? Or is isn't that what it's called? Um, explain the plot to me, so because some of I them barely blend together. It myself. Um, so it's Is it an old one? It's the one where Zilla shows up. It's the two thousand. Oh no, Final Wars. Final Wars. Kill okay. all monsters. I'm I, like I don't know if you know, but that's like an act. That is an actual name yeah. of a Godzilla movie, but very different movie. Um, so funnily, fun, funnily enough, uh, destroy all monsters is what it is. But that was at the time the end of that era's Godzilla. Okay. Much like Final Wars was the end of, uh, in my opinion, the. The true Godzilla series. Wow. What an ending. Well, yes. <laughs> he fought literally everyone. He did. And it looked like it a was literally movie. just a brawl. It, yeah, it's 2004 um, on the 50th anniversary of Godzilla's release and into the world. Uh, he went on just a beatdown spree. So if you like, like when I talk about entertainment, it was that that movie is nothing but entertainment. That is. Toho being like, all right, let's just relish in the legacy of monster fights. And, and don't get me wrong, I was know. entertained. Oh yeah, I was very entertained. There's not a Godzilla movie <laughs> that, 
that won't entertain you. I was just confused. Yeah, it'll that that's a side effect. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It, there so, were people in like suits that enhanced them. Yeah, they were like, super soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll we'll get into that when we talk about the Millennium series uh, of Godzilla. Um, so uh, the two versions of the original, yes. Godzilla versus Mothra and Godzilla Final Wars and yes. Z- and nineteen eighty eight. I forgot that one. Zilla. So, yes. oh, no, uh, it does count. Happened. It does count. Um, and so okay. Um, well, you would be not surprised to know that there are thirty six currently Godzilla films. That's a lot. That is a lot. 32 of them were produced by Toho. Uh, one is produced by TriStars. That's uh, 1988's Godzilla. And three uh, are produced by Legendary Pictures, that being Godzilla, Godzilla, uh, King of All Monsters, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, I forgot um, about those ones. Yeah. So, I've seen those too. Yeah. And, and that's fair. So two hands. There you go. Two hands. You've graduated to two hands. You've got eight films under your belt. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of movies. And that's... What's crazy about that, even if you go based on just the anniversary alone of 67 years of Godzilla, that's still, on average, about two and a half movies every year, yes. right? That, that's like, nuts. That's crazy. And and at a time, Toho was pretty much doing that. They were releasing back-to-back they movies. They wore out that rubber suit. Uh, literally, there's there, especially in shots of like Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. You can see so many shots where the rubber's falling off; it's decaying. Like, Amazing. Um, yeah, and and because that's literally what they would do is they would just finish filming one. Because honestly, these films aren't hard to bang out, right? Like, mm. a lot of it is just down to very practical special effects and getting uh, a lot of repeating shots, and then you just do about forty-five minutes of human characters, and then you've got a movie, and then you just destroy some pagodas. And generally. You're using characters from the last one. Like, so many characters show up again, um, you know, get a sequel or or pop up back later that it's just like, hey, you know, let's go ahead and get our three films with Anguirus, right? And then we'll move on to Mothra, right? Like, it's just like, uh, because Godzilla has so many friends and they show up so often. Question. This Mm -hmm. is slightly off topic. When does uh, King Ghidorah stop being monster from planet x and start being king Ghidorah. he technically never did really uh well no okay that's what i've always known him as, as so king Ghidorah. there is one in the heisei series um where technically he's different um but technically also still could be the same <laughs> so because i've mentioned a few times um different series and eras and everything uh, and I did mention this uh, back on our Godzilla vs. King Kong one. But for that episode, we stayed very much on the subject of the film we were reviewing. Um, so with this talking about all Godzilla all the time, um, it's worth going over uh, the eras of Godzilla. Um, because, like I said, although there's been 67 years, it hasn't been 67 consecutive years. There's been a few breaks in between. And basically, they came to know each grouping of Godzilla movies based on the emperor at reigning at the time in Japan. Wow. So you have the Showa era that comes from 1954 to 1975, the longest running series. Um, then you've got Heisei, which is the 1984 to 1995. Um, and then you've got the Millennium era that I've mentioned a couple of times that starts in 99 
uh, with Godzilla 2000 uh, and runs until 2004 with Godzilla Final Wars that we've mentioned uh, being one of the shortest uh, of the series. But um, that's probably some of my favorite Godzilla for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got the more recent Rewa series uh, that has gone on from 2016 to technically present. Um, so Shin Godzilla uh, and the Netflix Godzilla trilogy uh, and the newest Godzilla Netflix series, uh, Godzilla Singular Point as well. Um, a weird name for a series. We are not talking about any of those, mostly because uh, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. I, I, as you know, 2016 on the the new era of Toho Godzilla, I just haven't gotten into. They're very different. Um, and while I don't have any opinions about their quality, and and I mean that literally, I just I, I haven't seen them. I have no opinions overall of of what they are as films. It's purely just looking at them in the trailers and being like, no, nah, I'm not interested. Mm. So and that's at, fair. at some point, maybe uh, I, we'll talk about that. Who knows? I might love those ones. Well, maybe. That does happen. Yeah. I, and, and I recommend everyone form their own opinions and try it. Um, so, but if it helps, um, just think of the first series from the 50s to 70s, then you've got the 80s to 90s, and then you've got the 2000s. Yes. That's, that's the eras of Godzilla, the, the trilogy of eras that have, have represented him most over the years. Um, and so that said, um, obviously it started somewhere. It started with um, the first film. It, it was never supposed to get here. It was never expected to be this. 67 years, 32 films, all of these eras and, and, and all of these crossovers and, and, and all this. It was, it was, a, it was a film mm-hmm. that was made because King Kong happened, actually. Um, King Kong came first. If you can't do the math on the years. Uh, 1933 versus 1954 it, it, it came much earlier yeah um and it was that film that inspired uh filmmakers to come up with a way of doing a giant monster movie yeah and giant monster movies are fun yeah and so whereas um king kong was largely done with stop motion not really in a craft of japanese culture and film at the time um they were however good at special effects good at um, well, I mean, I don't know how else to say it other than special effects. A lot of things that have come to be, uh, largely because of technology now originated with guys being clever with cameras for commercials with guys, yeah. um, being like, Hey, fireworks, I can do something with that. I don't have to rent a giant tank for my movie. I could make a miniature, um, Miniatures were huge in Japanese filmmaking. Mm-hmm. You add that with somebody in a suit instead of a tedious, time-consuming um, stop-motion character, and all of a sudden, you've got the makings of a movie. Yeah. Um, add on top of that, um, you know, current political climate at the time, um, you've got, you know, backstory and such yeah. as well. You've got a literal war being fought. Yeah. Um. And actually, just years, uh, a few years prior to this, um, there was actually, because of uh, the uh, H-bomb dropped, um, there was actually a contaminated uh, fishing boat uh, Mm -hmm. due to that, due to test firing. They were just out fishing. There was a test fire that happened, uh, and the uh, ensuing radiation actually reached the fishers, uh, and uh, one of them died from it. and several other, I mean, they just had lasting physical effects and everything. So, like, 
the, the not just the uh you know bombing of Hiroshima but also just literally right before this film really released they were continuing to see and feel the effects of really war um the first Godzilla movie is a movie and an allegory for war and the demon of nuclear war right that's why it's a fire breathing nuclear lizard is it's the idea of at, to what end is is our current science uh and weapons study yeah where does this lead um and for them and for the story they were trying to tell they they saw it leading to the world nature retaliating which is fair honestly yeah and so in the first film there's not a lot godzilla just shows up one day and uh, destroys a bunch of stuff, and most of the pagodas. most of the film is just dealing with it. Yeah, like most of the film is just being uncomfortable with the damage of quote unquote war. Like yeah, and to the point where you know when we finally get to Doctor Eyepatch, that I cannot remember his name. <laughs> um, like it's insane the amount of like fighting back humans do in this movie yeah it's and all for naught yeah and it's large yeah it's largely minimal it's last minute coming up with oh i can make something that can kill the beast um you know the oxygen yeah. destroyer it literally uh just kills uh the oxygen so much so that it just i mean you need oxygen to Get live some skeleton fish not not just to breathe right like you're you need oxygen to be fleshy and alive you destroy the oxygen in an in an environment, you're going to kill whatever in, is in that environment. So the first film literally ends with Godzilla's death. Yeah. Godzilla got turned to bones. Good thing he's got a son. And two different movies follow that plot thread up. <laughs> two different, very amazing movies continue that point. But at the at the end of the day, Godzilla died in his first movie. Let me let me guess if I can. Okay, I which I ones think, followed it up? Yes. Okay. I think the second Mecha Godzilla nope. is the one. The first the Mecha third, the, the third. third. Okay. There's How many three. Mecha Godzillas are there? There's three. Cheese yeah. Louise. I knew one it was of them is literally them. Mecha Godzilla two. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Um. Uh, the, the third. The other one. I knew it you was a guess. Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Because that it's my favorite uh, characterization of both Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla. Um, he built. And and because of Godzilla versus King Kong, it came up a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. I love how they tied that in. Yeah, so yeah, uh, very similarly, they did that with uh, Ghidorah in in that um, that film. Um, do you have the guess of the other one? Uh, the Godzilla versus Gamera. Nope, because that doesn't exist. That was a guess. Darn you! Um, <laughs> Maybe in this you era. would never get you would never guess the other one. It's Godzilla versus Desestroya. Okay, I've heard you say that a few times, but I never because it's so much fun movie. to say Desestroya. <laughs> and no, I'm not being insensitive. Okay, that's what it's called. It, it it's Desestroya. Like basically, they were like, we can't call him Destroyer because that's too normal. I'm looking gonna... at your shelf and trying to figure out which one that is. It's literally the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there he is. Ima imagine Devil Godzilla, and you've got Desestroya. Um. But he's named after the oxygen destroyer, destroyer, desestroya. Like, he is what was created from the oxygen destroyer. 
And that was, uh, at the time, that was supposed to be the final movie to Godzilla at all. So much so that, yet again, they killed Godzilla. Uh, and that was in 1995. I kid you not. This was such a big deal. It ran on news stations. Oh, my gosh. News stations reported Godzilla has been defeated. Like, they literally. And then three years later. It was a world <laughs> phenomenon. It was insane what, like, what happened. Is it, is it like when they held a funeral service for Sadako? I mean, it was pretty much that impactful, especially because, like, it was. It, I mean, what a way to go out. It was huge. It was such a big deal. It was a, it, it's a fantastic film. Uh, and it's, it's literally that. It's, it's, it's kind of dealing with the culmination of all that Toho had created, right? So you've got Godzilla, who's literally going nuclear. He's melting down. Like, so much so he's boiling water as he swims. As, when he enters a city, he's melting buildings. Like, he is nuclear. He has become the elephant's boy. Um, so it's this idea of this dinosaur that's become this protector. Like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, even though good things have come from nuclear radiation, i.e. Godzilla, a giant protector, it still turns out bad. Yeah. It's, it's again, that idea of, okay, nuclear research can lead to this and lead to that, but it can also end up doing this. Mm -hmm. And so, and then you've got the destroyer, the destroyer, the, the villain of it, where it's just like, hey, I'm literally the cross between the oxygen destroyer and Godzilla DNA, and I can destroy this whole world. I'm a monument to your sins. Literally. So what better way to really culminate in things, right? Is I mean, like I talk about uh, between us off mic all the time because nobody cares about my Dragon Ball opinions, <laughs> but I talk about so often how Dragon Ball GT is such a good ending to that anime because the last series literally deals with, hey, every time you made a wish, something bad happened. Mm -hmm. it, it deals with the idea of karma, There's right? There's a panties dragon. Every time they did any good in the entire anime led to an evil. It's kind of the same ending for Godzilla here where it's like all the good still led to really a, a, a not good ending, although it ends well. It, it, it ends, uh, I mean, they stop him from melting down, obviously. They destroy obviously. Destroyer, and you get the very ending is Godzilla Jr. roaring at the sunset, and it gives a hope, a hope that maybe there's going to be more, and there eventually was. Yes, after, um, you know, America made it worse. Yes. So um, there's not, so I, I, I love how this conversation has kind of evolved and everything. So, um, so from the original Godzilla to 1975, which I'm so glad that this series ended well too, it got to end with the terror of Mechagodzilla. Yes. You end with the greatest villain created in the original series, right? Um, That's the third. What? Second one? What? Mechagodzilla. No, that's the first one. Oh, okay. I mean, technically second, because like... it's Listen, man, so they're it's, all called the same thing. It's Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. He destroys him. Then they yes. rebuild him, and then he teams up with Titanosaurus and fights Godzilla. <laughs> he teams up and with what? Titanosaurus. He he barks like a dog. He goes... Arr, arr, arr. Wait, 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 wait. Is it that one? What? No, that's King Caesar. So King Caesar is from the first Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Godzilla only beats Mechagodzilla because King Caesar... I'm not kidding. Google or YouTube video search King Caesar song 
Oh my gosh, it takes two and a half minutes to wake up this dog lion thing. Okay. And it's literally done Standing by a, next a to lady singing at a mountain. Uh, I love it so much. King Caesar's amazing. He's the biggest puppy. Clifford the Red Dog can suck it. Um, so, so, so much of this series, right? So, although the Mechagodzilla movies end a little serious, a lot of those movies are just cash grabs, fun, entertainment, right? You've got, um, you know, Godzilla and, and, and Godzilla Jr. You've got um, Destroy All Monsters. You've got all these goofy ones in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really what it was is they were just making movies that they had the opportunity to at the time. So they got a lot of crossovers. That's where the trend of Godzilla having friends and, and reoccurring enemies came along, like Anguirus, who's like a, a giant uh, dinosaur armadillo. You get Rodan, who's a pterodactyl. You get Mothra, who's a moth. Uh, by the way... And Mo- a mother. Right. Uh, Rodan, uh, another villain, Varen, and Mothra all had their own films and series, by the way. Like, they were successful kaiju on their own, but not as successful as Godzilla. So they were literally like, these popular kaiju made it big when they came in a Godzilla movie. <laughs> like, people forget there was a movie, a black and white movie, Mothra. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a thing. But no, she doesn't exist until Godzilla versus Martha, uh, which was one of my first VHSs, actually. Yeah, you um, still have it. Several of my first uh, Godzilla movies are actually in the Showa series. So Godzilla versus Martha, Godzilla versus Megalon, uh, and Godzilla versus uh, the monster from Monster, uh, the monster from Planet X, or yes. Godzilla versus Ghidorah. Um, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm nostalgic for these films. And uh, when you think of goofy man in a rubber suit monster movies these are probably what you would think of um but godzilla does have serious movies like i mentioned and and mind you even in there they do have many a time where they deal with like legitimate subjects so there's like godzilla versus hetera uh and hetera is literally a sludge monster created from the pollution of man so you talk about a monument this is a this is a poop monument to our (laughs) sins right that's literally the subject to the point that Godzilla like literally gets sick fighting him. Like he like the pollution is so bad, even Godzilla suffers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and literally, there like it it was made as a like feature length, like seventy five minute long ad for pick up your trash. Yes, not like pandemic. Take care of the planet. Yes, like it was literally just one big. We should care about the world. It. Like, it's crazy that they could just do that, but they could with Godzilla, because these movies made so much money on such a small budget. Yes. They already had the suit. They used it, you know, 19 times. Um, and then, yeah, you just throw poop at him, and there you go. <laughs> movie. That's what you do from a guy named Het. Um, but some of my really, really favorite, um, because they're really, really good movies, come from, like, the 80s to 90s, so the Heisei series. Um, not long. Um, so you mentioned Ghidorah, mm-hmm. like when does he stop being the monster from Planet X, right? So the original plot was that there were aliens that had their own version of Godzilla, that being the three-headed dragon Ghidorah, or as he was originally introduced, Ghidra. Oh. Um, yeah, he was not originally Ghidorah. Um, he's gone through so many names. He was the three-headed monster. He was the astro monster, the monster from Planet X, Ghidra, Ghidorah, uh, King Ghidorah, Death Ghidorah. There's so many versions. Ghidorah um, Spice. But in general, the, the, the consensus was he's a monster that aliens bring to take over Earth. Yes. And Godzilla defends Earth uh, from Ghidorah. 
But in the 80s, they kind of did a little bit something different. Um, so with this one, they basically started it off by doing the Halloween method of we're only going to follow up the first movie. Of course they did. So they premiered with the return of Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla was a bad guy again. He is a representation of uh, nuclear war and evil and everything. So that first film, 1984, releasing 30 years after the original, was a, a way to get back to the roots of we should be afraid of Godzilla, right? Um, later on, they do have a Godzilla versus King Ghidorah film, and in that, instead of being brought by aliens, he, he's brought by Futurian. People from the future, future. a.k.a. Americans. <laughs> um, that would... At Definitely least, be something that Americans would do. I, I do remember at least one of them was just American. Um, so they come and they're like, hey, we can get rid of Godzilla by going back in time and removing the dinosaur from the island that got irradiated. So this was the first time they gave a backstory, by the way. Before this, it was just radiation equals Godzilla. Yes. How? We don't know. They eventually are like, well, it, a dinosaur. Yeah, we hadn't reached the journey to the center of the earth. A, a dinosaur in the 40s, 1940, by the way, <laughs> uh, that was just hanging out on this island near testing sites was irradiated. Yeah. It was called a Godzillasaurus. Oh my god. <laughs> so they go back in time and they remove the dinosaur and drop him in the ocean, basically. They're like, yeah, he can't swim. Um, and in place of him, put three little Dorats. Three little bats, golden bats, that eventually because of radiation fuse and turn into a three-headed dragon so Ghidorah's just three little bat what? babies that got irradiated now technically and that's why i said technically the futurians could be uh aliens from planet x and just could have been lying so okay. technically it could still be true i was about to ask what they were smoking but it was the 80s so it was cocaine yeah that like time travelers would i i don't know but I love the convoluted plot of how they like they couldn't just have so every monster in this series gets an explanation. No monster just appears out of nowhere. Like they couldn't just have a giant golden dragon appear out of nowhere. No, they had to explain where Ghidorah came from. Yes. Um, before this, Godzilla fought a giant plant monster that was literally the cross between Godzilla DNA and plant DNA. Because Godzilla uh, has like. Wolverine powers and that he can heal very quickly. And so they were like, hey, if we cross this with plants, maybe we could uh, make something that could cure cancer. <laughs> right? And instead it made a giant Godzilla plant monster called Biollante. Biollante. Okay, yeah. I've heard of Biollante. Has one of the most beautiful movie posters. This These films have some of the best yeah. movie posters. Um, I'm going to look at and give it a... King Ghidorah, you get uh, Mothra. Uh, has the same backstory, right? Um, these two little uh, twin fairies, um, you know, are her guardians wow. and come through and say, hey, you should be kinder to Earth, otherwise a giant moth is going to come punish you. Okay, that is pretty dope. Yeah. So, but here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Sir. Mothra was never the moth that was going to punish humanity for their sins. No. It was her brother, Batra. I'm sorry? Yeah, a dragonfly, essentially. Uh, evil moth. Um, 
And Everybody so, knows that the evil counterpart to a moth is, is a dragonfly. Dragon so technically it should be Godzilla versus Mothra versus Batra. But what's beautiful is that Batra and Mothra make up in the end and carry Godzilla into the sea and drown him. Yeah. So there you go. Siblings. Uh, and then you get Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2. The sequel. So this, no. This, <laughs> this is the second Mechagodzilla. Um, where was the first one? Don't ask. <laughs> This is the smooth, um, like, we think, like, he looks like RoboCop. I'm he just going to be honest. Like Mechagodzilla 2 looks like RoboCop. Um, smooth and, like, blue silver and everything. Um, that's and so, the big one, right? Uh, no, that's that's Kiryu. That's okay. that's my favorite Mechagodzilla. I don't have a Mechagodzilla 2. Oh, I need to get you one. Yeah, Sorry. so if everybody just Googles Mechagodzilla 2, you'll see it. Here's you'll kind of see what I mean. Right above us is a shelf that's full of John's Godzilla figures yeah. and Kaiju figures. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I keep looking up and being For like, reference. is that that one? Is that that one? Um, next is Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. <laughs> Spartan me. So when Godzilla was fighting that plant, remember that? Biolante, okay. yeah. Yeah. So he blew him up. Exploded. The the spores of the plant traveled to space, got trapped in a black hole, came back, and was Godzilla. Excuse me? Yes. Could you could you take me through one more time? <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla in space. In space. Kidnaps regular Godzilla's son. <laughs> Godzilla Jr. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, oh my god. Because Godzilla has a son. That, that, that's a thing that happens in this series. Okay, asexually or who to mom? Asexually. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. good for um, that's always been a plot thread. Don't know why it ticked people off in the 90s, but that's always been a plot thread. There has never been a mama. Godzilla is ace. Get over it. Um, and then comes Godzilla versus Destroya, uh, where the mantle is effectively passed to Godzilla Jr., although Godzilla Jr., that never happens. Like, that, the series ends, and when they come yeah. back to it, it's a completely different Godzilla. Yes. So, um, Godzilla yeah. Jr. is still there. Uh, I run through these to give enough about the plot so that hopefully people are just like, this can't be real. Like It is. This can't be the plot, but it is, and it's amazing, and you can't believe that these movies are so dang well made for being so silly sometimes. Um, Imagine every single episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 you've ever seen. There's a, a Godzilla versus... Uh, Destroy All Monsters yes, is, is on I know. Uh, Mr. Science Theater. I've never watched that one because it's hard it to so get. I love it so much. Um, and so then we come to the Millennium series, named because we entered a new millennia. We got to 2000, Godzilla 2000 then. Um, and this was the first Godzilla movie and only I got to see uh, in theaters. Because wow. again, it released internationally um, as a response to TriStars. Uh, you know what? That's probably where the confusion came from. But it, because yeah. I remember seeing the posters. And it was only two years. They banged this out in two years. They designed a new Godzilla. <laughs> they were pissed. Like, literally. Um, and uh, what's crazy, too, and although it's not really a big tidbit, so Toho had a pool uh, at their studios because that's what they would use to film all the shots of Godzilla coming out of the water. Yeah. Right? There's, that's why they never filmed swimming shots. It was always just shots of him in the water standing in the ocean yeah he's not that tall it's because he, it's a dude in a pool uh they destroyed the pool in 1995 after godzilla versus the Destroya. they they had to digitally do all of the ocean shots for this movie and wow. any of these movies they were like that's fine we have to do this movie <laughs> um and i feel like i just have to say with 
without giving it too much time. I actually really enjoy the 1988 uh, Godzilla film. Yeah, I actually, it was the only one I had seen for the longest time. I, I, I loved it when I was a kid watching it. I enjoy watching it now. It's still a fun movie, and canonically it still works in that that is an, an irradiated lizard creature. It's an iguana. That exists in the Godzilla universe. Like, it's not Godzilla, although to American audiences they call it that, but... I mean, yeah, it it's yeah. a fine movie. And it makes sense in the context of the movie, too. E- exactly. I mean, like, here's the thing. He, the reason they call it Godzilla is because a fisherman sees it when it attacks his boat, and he says, Gojira. Why else would he say that if he's not heard of Gojira? Yeah. So it's literally just him thinking he got attacked by Godzilla, but really it was some other monster, and Americans got a hold of it, and were like, oh, Godzilla? No. But, okay. Like Americans do. Right. Uh, it did lead to a great show, though, on Kids WB. Uh, Godzilla series ran alongside uh, the Men in Black series, and I loved both of Dude, them. Dude, I remember the Burger King toys for both of those yeah, series. Yeah, it was they so, were good. so good. Um, so <laughs> they respond by creating their own series. Here's the thing: now, critically, was it a failure? Yes. yes. Can you still enjoy those movies? Yes. I don't think Toho was just going out and being like, "They're garbage." Like, I like their you know, a very prideful response in that it's like Godzilla's popular again, but not for the right reasons. So we should make a good movie to appease people. We're not going to do bad interviews about TriStar. We're not going to run anybody through the mud. We're just going to make a good movie, guys. You're not going to go after Matthew Broderick. Like, that's so, like, that's such a good way to handle it. Uh, And it made some of my favorite movies. Um, So Godzilla versus, uh, Godzilla 2000, it's not versus anything, although he does fight a space monster. Um, it's just a really dang good movie. I really enjoy it. It's a good introductory movie to Godzilla. Um, he fights, uh, some, uh, praying mantises. He fights Mothra, uh, and King Ghidorah again, of course. But the biggest deal, and like we've made mention to you, is he fights Mechagodzilla again. And to me, the definitive version of Mechagodzilla, right? Mm-hmm. So Godzilla 2000, much like the last one, labeled itself as a sequel to the original Mm -hmm. you go from 1954 to godzilla 2000 uh which is a long time but (laughs) just bear with me just just go with it man godzilla 1954 has to happen because when you come to mecha godzilla versus mecha godzilla and this series they built mecha godzilla literally off the bones of the original godzilla so the first film happened they dug up those bones and put a robot around it. Cool. And then you've got Mecha Godzilla. Cool. It's the best explanation. It's literally it's such the a good best explanation expla- that they reused it in in, in the new movies for <laughs> for Ghidorah for Mecha Godzilla. Like it it's so cool. good that they're just like, yeah, we can't do better than that. <laughs> and so what's cool about it is Mecha Godzilla is not just so in this. The reason they do that is because. Um, in this era in particular, they really focus on how the Earth responds to Godzilla and that they beef up their military. They, they actually pretty capably handle themselves. Yeah. And part of that involves having a giant robot, right? Like, like I don't imagine. Like having a Gundam Godzilla. Yeah. And, and so, like, that's literally okay. what they do. Here's the thing. We know Japan has <laughs> They have Gundam. They have Gundam. We've seen the Gundams. Right. They need to stop You think they're them. just statues. No, no, no. No. They're Gundams. They're Gundams. Um, Hallelujah, haptism is in there. <laughs> and so, um, 
that it, it's all the justification you need for why is there a giant robot go- mecha Godzilla, <laughs> uh, and also why is he evil? Because the original Godzilla within him wakes up. He bad boy. And the if you remember the original movie, he's not a good guy, and so um, one of the best, and it's also a really good design. It literally just looks like Robo Godzilla. Uh, it looks like the Dragon Zord. It is just so yeah. cool. Um, and so, yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, Godzilla movies ever. It's really good. His name um, is Kiryu? His name is Kiryu, yes. Kill you. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I, I imagine. Yeah. That, yes. It's like um, the incredibly original name that uh, Light Iyami chose. Kiryu. Right. Yeah, uh, it, yeah it's, liter- it's literally that. Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it's- and then, um, and so the Millennium series, very short, but it ends off with Godzilla Final Wars, which, like I said, is one of yeah. my favorites because it's literally just so nuts. monster beat down. Um, it's, it's so good. You can rent it on Amazon Prime and YouTube, and it is highly worth it. You can just sit back and experience that movie. It's so good. It happens good. to you. That's how you watch that movie. And so, um, and then, yeah, and so then we get to, um, like I said, the newer series that I haven't seen, and also the American movies, uh, the newer ones and everything by Legendary and Netflix. And um, so, yeah, so you've got 67 years of film history, of cultural history, of all of this representation. Like, you know, Godzilla's gone on to mean so much and represent so much. Uh, especially to Japanese culture and everything, but also just in general. Like I said, so many messages that it deals with, whether it's take care of the planet, take care of each other, whether it's, hey, we should study science for the benefits that it can uh, have for humanity, but we should always be careful that our study of science doesn't lead to weaponizing science. Mm -hmm. Um, So many things that are just so relevant and real to anyone and you just want to have fun sometimes yeah and that's what the monsters are there for exactly. and so like you get a message and you get cool monster movies and it's so cool even just to watch them and try and figure out stuff like where does the real end and the practical begin when is it a building and when is it a miniature when is you know all of that stuff it's so it like it godzilla as a whole is such an achievement like it's such a thing to sit back and just be like Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and the fact that we have sixty-seven years worth, um, all of these dozens of films, uh, is quite a cool thing. I yeah. think it's hard not to sit back and look at it and be impressed by the achievement that is Godzilla. Yeah, and I think that's what keeps me still to this day interested. Is it's not just anymore about the cool monster fights. Um, it it's evolved. Uh, if nothing else, it's good cinema, and at the very least, it kind of makes you think. And How sometimes funny. it's good for movies to do that. It, it Movies are art, after all, um, and art should make you think. And I think Godzilla, although being known for a lot of things, um, one of them should definitely be for having a message to it yeah. uh, if people are listening. And so I think any of the films are very much worth it. Uh, but you can definitely hit me up on Twitter, uh, and I will give you direct recommendations for sure. And so, yeah. And you know what? I I am going to volunteer now to let you pick five Godzilla movies that I have to watch. Oh, interesting. And then we'll come back. Maybe later. I'll maybe I'll make do that and make a tweet about it. 
and be it, it, like that, that give it to everyone as well. You Just do put that. it out there and be like, hey, these are what we're going to watch and talk about eventually. Eventually. Uh, at this point in the new year, maybe sometime. But like, you know, here's your fair warning. Watch them if you if you will. Um, there you go. Yeah, that'll be fun. Five Godzilla movies. Um, or just kaiju movies in general. Yeah, it, it, this is one of those uh, where this was... We don't have too many people uh, that listen to the podcast or follow us that I know are Godzilla fans and everything. This was one of those more... I, I, I like this thing, we should talk about it kind yeah. of things. Um, and every now and then we do those kinds of things, especially on Nerdyverse, because mm-hmm. um, we have so many other things that we really love. It's not hard for us to talk about Star Wars, but sometimes it's other things like this. Like, who am I going to talk to about Godzilla, right? Like, who do I know that likes Godzilla? And so it's like the podcast is the perfect place because it puts it out there. And, and you know, I'm pretty sure now I'll have people chiming in and saying, no, I actually like those movies. I, I you know, I remember these movies or I've seen yeah. these. And so it's all about having the conversation, putting it out there and finding other interested and weird and nerdy folks. And, you know, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Um, you can stay tuned. Uh, this is a double feature week um, due to our schedule. And so uh, this is not the only episode you'll be getting this week. Uh, you'll also be getting a Star Wars-centric episode. Like I said, we're talking about the sequel trilogy and what we love about them. So uh, make sure that you are subscribed um, and following us on socials to know when that drops and to be one of the first to listen and check it out. Um, and that said, uh, the first one, is about The Force Awakens, and while it's a little late to get us anything on that, the next is The Last Jedi, so feel free to at us on Twitter, um, us about send us Jedi. messages, whatever, about The Last Jedi, any of that stuff. Um, if you want opinions, or if you want to share a thought um, that may make it onto the episode, we make no promises, but definitely hit us up. Um, we'd love to feature you and everything. So, um, that's the future of what we've got for this week, and pretty much as far as Star Wars goes, the rest of this year, that's going to take us through the rest of the year. Next week, for Nerdyverse, we are starting our end-of-the-year series uh, where we will each week be looking at uh, a different Spider-Man trilogy. Yes, we will. We'll be, of course, starting off with arguably the definitive Spider-Man trilogy. We could argue about it. Um, duology and a half, maybe, or however you choose to see it, but uh, the Raimi films, um, Spider-Man yes. 1, 2, and 3. Love saying um, then after that, we'll talk about the two amazing Spider-Man movies. And then after that, because by, by then it will be a trilogy, we will talk about um, the Marvel Spider-Man yes. trilogy, which I'm is so weird to say. a precious little boy. And so uh, very much looking forward to that. That said, if you want to rewatch those before listening, or if you want to make sure you watch uh, No Way Home before we talk about that, uh, at the end of the year, then make yeah. sure you get your tickets. Uh, if you can safely visit a theater uh, and you're vaccinated and all that, do so because it's going to be so worth it to see in film uh, on the big screen. So definitely do that. Um, and so that's our year. Uh, there you go. That's what we're we're planning on doing. Yeah. In between that, we might have some live streams. We're a little busy right now, so we will see. Um, but uh, all the more reason to make sure you're subscribed and following us on social medias and all that good stuff. Uh, all the links are in the description below. So, with that, I mean, that's all I got. Later, skaters. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.